not so fine. <clears throat> Mom's eyes had luggage underneath them the next morning, and she peered at us through reddened slits. Had she cried all night? Oh my gosh, I have cried all night, and my eyes were so puffy. I was worried about the glands in my eyes. Well, just like my eyelids because they were like when you cry it's salt water unless you're not a human but um when you cry it's salt water and that collection of salt water like right there by your eyes it's uh, it's, it's not what you want it's not what you want it was like literally hard to open my eyes like I got punched in the face. I'm not joking either. Get so serious. I felt like I got punched in the face. I couldn't even open my eyes at all. So I feel her mom on this. And she's saying allergies. That's what her mom said. Although we know that's not true. She's crying because there was no sniffling or sneezing. Mom, if you're crying because Dad lost his job, just say so. Mama's back stiffened. I mean, I could see her seize up like a board. Her eyes flashed at me through the puffed slits. You'll not say a word to anyone about this, Ames. I had allergies. Her voice was quiet, but her meaning roared. You know nothing. Stay out of this. Are you kidding me? I took my last bite of breakfast, Cheerios with chocolate milk, my elementary school holding hold over that M declared gross because beyond all reasonable thought. How do you think I'm supposed to keep the fact that my dad's unemployed a secret from the rest of the world? That's insane. Ames, don't be such a drama queen. All I'm saying is just don't repeat our family's business to your school friends. <coughs> okay. This is a reasonable thing. To say but one of the other things is I know it may not look nice on the forefront but uh if it's illegal like this embezzling you know hmm, you probably will want to tell the family because yes telling your wife is something that's very major because if you go to jail then she's gonna have to find another um revenue of income another like stream of income and you know if she doesn't have many skills or whatever like you're probably going to have to sell your house you're probably going to have to sell some possessions some of those new possessions as well you're probably going to have to live a bit poorer now because you guys have to go through trial <coughs> excuse me my throat is dry you guys are going to have to go through trial you guys are going to have to wait however long it takes for a jury to decide and then if there's a grand jury that's like extra time and <coughs> Then you're going to have to be sentenced. Then you're going to have to serve your sentence consecutively or not. Um, then you're going to have to... Uh, what else is it? It's something else that you're going to have to do. Uh, 
oh yeah, you could get good behavior, get time off for good behavior, but chances are you're probably not gonna. So I don't know. White collar crime is different. It's I mostly study blue collar crime, you know. So I I, I honestly don't know. Blue collar crime. Blue collar crime and um child abuse crime that those are the things that I study I don't study white collar crime because I'm not in the business and I'd rather not deal with a fortune 500 company because I really don't care for them I am more of a you know I'm more of a community type girl you know Everybody in the community has a specific job and we all depend on those who are in the community to, you know, help us be able to function well as a people and as a society without having to depend on big companies. Because big companies, when they get too big or when they get too concerned about money, one of the things that they do is, you know, they take off most of the human aspect of things. So I'm all for community, communal type of companies, you know? So I don't even study, like, white-collar crime or the things involved with it. But I do understand the legal process here in America. And there's a lot that you're going to have to do. So if you're doing something, first of all, if you're doing something illegal, stop it. You know, hopefully you can find another way to, to live. But I can't tell anyone, you know, how to live or whatever. Because some things that are illegal in one place might not be necessarily illegal in another. And you probably just can't make it to that other place. Or, you know, it's just a whole bunch of things. So, anyway, what I'm saying is it's embezzlement. Okay, it's embezzlement, and her dad, of course, knows that it's wrong. He's a businessman, and you know, he knew the he knew that he should have taken precautions, right? And he also knew that he should have obviously, like, tried to do something else or move somewhere else, go somewhere else, because the main thing should not be to make money, but it should be to protect this family that you have have obtained over the years and one of the things with america is like oh well if i get more money then i get you know my pick of women or my pick of men and you know then like if i feel like messing up my body or if i feel like you know sharing my wealth and distributing it with the rest of you know my family are generating a legacy then yeah, I'll go ahead. I will have a few kids. But then again, it's like what like sometimes when you know, building a family isn't based on wanting to build a family and a legacy around your family, but around the business or around the way that you are, you know, marketing yourself to others as a businessman or or whatever then it's like, oh, well, my family is expendable, so, mm, problems, and the thing, when she says, don't be such a drama queen, that's not drama, it's, it's, like, 
that's not being a drama queen per se because a drama queen takes everything out of proportion oh my gosh there isn't any sun chips well how am i gonna eat my sandwich or you know oh my gosh what are you telling me you're telling me that you know all of the stores are closed because of someone coughing on something and you know we're repairing ourselves after quarantine you know this is like after the vaccination and everything and someone's complaining because oh someone hacked over all of our things and we have to sanitize and blah 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 so we have to close the store they're like what you're inconveniencing me okay those are those are people like who are like oh my gosh you're inconveniencing me to the point of where i am distraught that's a drama queen or a drama king but the thing is is that by her parents not keeping one another in check yeah like by not keeping one another in check by her father doing what he did or allowing to happen what happened the embezzlement and being um caught up in it by doing that they are disrupting their kids' lives, even though her dad was talking about a severance package and things like that. Like, honestly, I don't think a lot of parents want to admit this, but everything that you do, whether it be good or bad, whether you know what you're doing or not, you are going to um, disrupt and, and like infect and affect your children and those who those children or people who hang around you and your children you're gonna affect like you're gonna affect them as well I don't understand why people don't understand that the more that you're around different folks um who live by different strokes and things of that like you know of that matter you're going to be influenced even if you are secure in yourself, you're going to be influenced because that's very human. It's very human. Everybody wants to be a part of a group and everybody wants to be able to connect and they want to be able to function together, even if they don't say it, okay? Because humans need human contact. Yeah, dogs and animals yeah, they're man's best friend or whatever, but even man's best friend is going to want to be with their own every once in a while. And humans are also the same way. So that's that's what kind of makes me a little bit upset about the mom. Like, you are taking it hard. Well, what about the, the kids? You can't even hold it together. What about your children? And then I think the solution is usually, oh, well, don't tell them. Keep them away from this because they're children, because they don't need to know this. But in, in all actuality, this is a life lesson that they could be learning, the both of them, even though the youngest one is six. You can simplify it, maybe sugarcoat it a little bit more, or just, you know, just explain it the way that a child will understand and just make this a teaching moment. <sighs> I don't know. But, but that's one of the, th the things that kind of irks me. Because 
I, when I was in high school, an older person that I knew from my neighborhood who had been an adult for several years, he literally said, the real world is like high school. And if you move to different parts, it's going to be like high school in different states and in regions, okay? So, you know, with different culture shocks and all that stuff. So the real world is literally like high school. And so I, I didn't really understand what he meant because I'm like, well, hold on. I can't really have a job or blah, 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 like because of high school. And they were like, oh, well, those who are actually in school, that's like that will be replaced with their daily nine to five type of work. And then those who have work after school, though, you can claim those people as having two jobs. So literally when I tell you I was so boring in high school, I, I didn't do a lot in high school. I wanted to do a lot in high school, but I really couldn't. I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the money. And now that um, I've grown a bit, still, it's still the same way. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, he was kind of right. So when I become a full-blown, grown adult... I, I'm just trying not to have a sucky life. I'm trying not to just, I'm trying not to live in a box, even though that's what I've been doing. So the way that, you know, like have my mom, cause we have problems too, have my mom and dad, uh, been open like these parents were before all of this mess happened then I think that I would have been more, like, well-equipped for, for one, for this quarantine, for two, for, you know, just, I don't know, life ahead, because I still have so many years. I mean, in the next, what, 10 years, I'll be, like, what, 30? I don't even know, but, um, you know, it's just something that kind of made me just think about it even though I'm going on a rant here let me finish reading oh wait what she's talking about don't tell our business to your school friends it's it's weird when you're living in the house of your parents but when you move when you get grown and you're like oh my my parents are this and my parents are that family problems that's what you tell your friends you have to choose your friends wisely but you know that's that let me continue reading i turned and stomped to the to the front door so she could hear my anger loud and clear it wasn't unusual for mom for mom and me to be like two rocks inside a tin can we'd bounce and bang into each other ricocheting off walls me hoping with each chip we took out of each other that our edges would were smooth and we would find a place to fit together that obviously wasn't going to happen today Dad drove us towards school and stopped at M's. He bounced into the car. She bounced into the car and did a double take when she saw who was behind the wheel. Hey, Mr. Ford. Hi, Emily. Mrs. Ford is under the weather today. Under the weather. Dad lied to M in front of me. 
That meant I would have to lie to my best friend to support dad's lie or else make him look like a reptile. You see that? I mean, of course. Well, technically it wasn't a lie, but it was an omission. And, you know, see, this is one of the things. I'm guessing they wouldn't want their children to lie for them. But then again, if they were living right and doing what they were supposed to be doing, living as an example for their children, they wouldn't have to lie in the first place. I know it's really hard and you don't want to put that much pressure on parents and things like that, but I don't see why not. They became parents for a reason. When you become parents, you get pressure put on you on a day-to-day basis by people who have had children who... You know, who know how children are by the children themselves, even if it's not subconscious. Children depend on their parents for most of their life until they become independent. Many children have various forms of independence, and it comes at different times. It's just some parents don't know when to let go. And then you have those who have never been parents who look, who are true outsiders and they can understand different you know effects but then the parents who actually put in the work and take care of their children as they are supposed to do like they they're kind of like those who are not parents or who haven't even been close to becoming one they should you know shut their mouths and not talk about it like I've seen that happen with a lot of young parents and older parents who don't want to be helped in the correction of their children. But whatever. But see here, I mean, I don't know if she lied to her parents, but her dad is capable of lying to her friend, someone who he knows that she cares about a lot. So if he's willing to lie to her, he's obviously willing to lie to his own daughter. Why doesn't he want anyone to know he's been downsized? My stomach went on the spin cycle. Suddenly, I couldn't think of anything to say. We could have been traveling to a funeral. Mm. M gave me her through the eyelashes look, which meant I'd be grilled later. When we got at Wait, when we got out at school and didn't even wait for the car to get out of sight, did he catch you having sex, robbing an ATM, uploading a nudie picture of yourself on Facebook? How long is he going to be your guard dog? She was walking backward in front of me. Then a sure sign of my life had already changed. I would lie to my best friends for the first time. uh, Dad just wants to hook out from work. Uh, What? Dad just wants to hook out from, he wants to play hooky, okay? So as he's stressed out, he calls it a mental health day. Okay, and even though her mom said, don't tell anybody our business, one of the things is, if you have a friend and you stop communicating with them, and you're, you're like, okay, well, it's my mom and my dad's business that I can't really talk about, I'm guessing that's what a lot of parents will want you to say. But the thing is, is that, Um, something that really irks me is when parents say, oh, well, you don't have any business because you don't have a job and you don't have your own and you don't have this, you don't have that. 
But I have all of those things and I have to take care of you and by you telling people what's going on in my house or my business, you know, that's not your place. But parents can very easily tell their children's business because they can mask it as, oh, I'm proud or, oh, I want to brag, but did you get permission or not? That's something parents also don't talk about. They're like, oh, I don't need permission to talk about my parents. Well, then the same should also go for the children. I don't need permission to talk about my parents. I mean, I don't need permission to talk about my children. And then the kids would say, I don't need permission to talk about my parents. Um, it says, I'm not, I'm so not buying what you're selling. And dropped back to walking beside me. What's such a big secret? I'd given dad a pass this time with all the stress, but the irritation clung to me like a bad aftertaste. By the time we reached the T in the school corridor, I was still not telling. and turned her back on me and walked away. Do not talk to me again until you're ready to tell the truth. She flung this over her shoulder. Tears stung my eyes. Kim Banks stopped dead center in front of me. Is the world coming to an end? Is Ames Ford crying? What's the deal? I found the heel of my hand into my eyes. I ground the heel of my hand into my eyes. Allergies. Now, she just used the same excuse that her mother used. Instead of talking about the problem and dealing with it, you know, she could easily encrypt it. There's something that my parents are going through that I can't tell anyone because they told me not to. But holding all of this in is making it hard for me to function. Now, she's not saying that now, but obviously, from reading it, I could tell. And I could tell it when I had first read it. And I was like, well, what is going on? And it was just super sad because it was super sad because, like, hmm. Let me see. It's sad because you need to, if you don't talk about things, if you don't deal with them, you get stressed, right? Stress is bad for your entire body's well-being. Your health will be significantly affected. Um, The stress of work and the stress of trying to get everything together. Holiday season is coming up, true, but... um, You also have um, my mom's birthday, a few other family members' birthday, um, Halloween, which we haven't really been celebrating in the past two to three years, so it doesn't really matter to me. Um, And then Thanksgiving and uh, Kwanzaa and then Hanukkah and um, Christmas, New Year's, all of that. It's a big cluster of holidays that no one can afford to celebrate right now. But I've been trying to get, like, this room together, uh, trying to get my life together, trying to get savings and things together. And I also want to be able to put out content for you guys. And I don't know if um, you guys heard or not. Probably not. But I have a, a Wattpad. Um, 
now I have an account and I just wrote I, I just published my first story and uh, in case you want to um, look for me my ID name is capital K dot capital D dot six no no wait no no it's KD 600 so K capital KD 1600 okay I forgot there are no dots okay and I just published my first. It was about three views, which is fine with me. It's okay. Um, <clears throat> I'm not trying to get way into it yet. But um, but I've been, like, starting projects. I've basically been trying to find ways to generate, you know, um, income. I've also been trying to find ways to just work on myself with being home. I know people are saying, oh my gosh, why would you want to be home? Just go to work. Well, work is pretty much stressing me out. It's one of the main things that are stressing me out. And I can't get like the days off that I need so that I can be able to function in you know, um, be able to get myself completely together when the new year comes in because I will not spend a lick on presents at all today. I mean, well, not today, but the rest of the year. I mean, I'm going to obviously um, buy a present for my mom and for my sister and maybe uh, a present for Christmas, but after that, that's it, because it's getting to be where it's just, like, way too difficult to manage everything, you know, and so, I'm just, like I said, stressed. Anyway, that's one of the things why, you know, we all have to get our health in order. I am kind of sad that a lot of people who are in quarantine still and a lot of people who are just now reintroducing themselves back into a society are still practicing bad habits and are not trying to get themselves together or not like trying to get there I mean I'm trying to get there but a lot of times I get lazy because I think of all the energy that I'll have to use for you know for the days to come my energy gets sucked up a lot and that's because yes I do allow it to happen but it shouldn't um but anyway let me let me get back to the book because that's what you're here for okay it says the school day was a disaster. The eyes of my friends, my not friends, and my enemies seemed to either bore into me or avoid me with purpose all day. <clears throat> what did they know? What was in mad enough to be gossiping? Nobody I knew well worked at dad's company, but what about someone else's dad or mom or uncle? One of those people I'd never paid attention to. Freshmen, losers, the NMKs, not my kind. Um, I couldn't make any, sen any sense of my best subject. My calculus test could have been hieroglyphics for all I could make it, make of it. I scribbled on it a little 
stared at it a lot and mostly sat with my forehead resting against my hands. See, by not discussing this and by not handling the problem, although the youngest daughter, <clears throat> I'm not going to say that she isn't intellectual or whatever. She's putting her bears and dolls in detention um, at six years old. That's, you know, it's pretty average, but... It's it's good that she's still like widening her vocabulary. That's that's really good. But um <clears throat> this is causing a big rift. I mean, who would burden a six year old? And six year old she has to be in what? Either first or second grade, possibly like kindergarten, first or second grade, in between that. Like what what teacher would do that? No teacher would do that. That would probably grill the parents, but not the children, unless they're vulgar human beings. But, you know, she is a young adult, and, like, the mom already knows that there's a chance that gossiping could be going on already at school. And she doesn't want Ames talking to her friends about the situation, possibly adding fuel to the fire or not. And this is causing... She can't even finish her test. This is this is bad. This is bad. I think a lot of times... Parents or those who are over others... Are more concerned about themselves... Than the people under them. Like literally. The father is under the mother. The mother is under the chip. No, no, no. The father is... No. The mother is under the father. And the children are under the mother. Okay, and the pets are usually are usually under the children. I don't think they don't have any pets, but <clears throat> if they did, the pets would also be suffering. Although they probably wouldn't show it so quick. Math made sense. Wait, no, even Edwin acted like I was radioactive. Math had always made sense. Nothing subjective there. Apply the rules and get the right answer. Not now. If I couldn't read the problem, how could I hope to find an answer? I sealed off, walked down the halls without making eye contact, don't, didn't speak to anyone. I skipped lunch because I didn't know what to say to him. I stayed outside on the steps and pretended to read. Okay. <clears throat> She's closed herself off. This is just one day of her. Okay. I am not a big fan of saying disobey your parents or whatnot. She could have talked around the situation like her dad did in the car within. She could have omitted some details, but told mostly the truth. Things are happening at home. Can't really discuss because my parents said no. Or just things at home. And it's like, can't talk to it beyond that. And she could have probably, you know, um, redirected the conversation to something else. To school, to hobbies, to what they wanted to do after school. She's just not a master of uh, manipulating conversation. That's all. She said she inherited her mother's sense of, you know, uh, conversational language. Very direct and rude sometimes. Um, okay, so now she's walking down the halls and I'm making eye contact. That, there's nothing wrong with that. Especially when you were going to be alone in your head. But there are too many people around and you can't do that. That's fine. Um, she doesn't, she didn't talk to anyone. She's like literally, if she keeps on going, 
like this because I know because I have been in many a depressive states um, since I entered high school. You know, she'll go into that depressive state because that's what I would do. I would shut down. Um, I'm not gonna like not make eye contact because I still need to understand what's going around me, going on around me, even if you know inside everything is just sad and wilting. Skipping lunch, I did that too, but it was you know before I sealed off. Uh, skipping lunch so she's not getting her nutrition in. She's not mending the relationship with her friend, the real one, and, um, and pretending to read. She's just staring at a book. She's literally wasting time that she could be using to get herself together, to get her story straight, or to just dissect and find out what is going on. Like, literally asking her not to tell her, um, her friends and... I know it's protecting the family, so to speak, but it's not protecting her as a person, and it's bad for her health. Um, it says, M's mom picked us up that day. For the first time I can remember, Emily sat in the passenger seat, and I was alone in the back. See, that's causing more of a rift. And you might say, well, M's a jerk. Obviously, she can't talk about it right now. Well, and Emily has... You know, like, she doesn't know what's going on. <clears throat> All she knows is that her friend is being jerkish to her. So she's like, okay, well, fine. I won't talk to you. And it's like, that seems like an easy fix. But there was probably, and there is a reason why she can't talk about it. Because she's obeying what her parents said. And her parents gave her ill advice. And they didn't really handle the situation well. That is me speaking as an insider i.e. the reader of this book. Um, and then it says, M's mom appeared a bit surprised. See, even her mother is like, like, wow, why are you sitting up here? Your friend's back there. I'm used to to it being the other way. But I guess she figured she'd get the 411 when she and M were alone. Okay. So obviously no one is really confrontational because I would have been asking questions and I would have been like, well, what do you mean? I don't understand. Why do you say this? Okay. Then it, uh, it says, then she says something totally strange. Ames, how are you and your mom? How are your mom and dad holding up? They're fine. I said, startled for a second. Then I found myself saying for the third time that day, mom just isn't feeling well today and dad's playing hooky. Mental health day, you know. So she's lying. She's been lying all day. And I remember when I started doing it, the guilt was horrible. It was super horrible because, like, you know it's not the truth. If someone finds you out, then you'll be branded as a liar. and Or you'll be found out as a liar. And that's never good because then how can anyone trust you? M snorted and I shot her a death ray glare that should have caused blood to leak out of her eyes and ears. Um, M's mom's not M's mom, Emily's mother nodded. But her eyes in the rearview mirror as she searched my face held pity. So obviously there's something going on. The adults know. They're keeping it from the children because they don't I, I don't know. 
try not to bring more shame upon the family. The shame, I'm going back to the dad. The shame is really the dad's fault because he allowed himself to get into whatever type of embezzlement it was. He had a duty to protect his family first. And I think he tried to protect the interest of money first before his family. All for the sake of or under the illusion of being able to provide for his family. Because that can happen too. What did she know? I felt like everybody was invited to the party but me. I chewed the inside of my cheeks as Emily yanked nonstop with her, yapped nonstop with her mom. As soon as I got... Oh, and that's another thing. When someone who is talking nonstop with someone else and they're actually communicating and they're, you know, getting along, if you haven't been able to talk to them, that also causes a wedge. Even though, yes, that is her mother. It still causes a wedge because that's her friend. And it's like, I don't know, it's a, it's a real jerky situation. Um, and then it says, as soon as I got home, I slammed through the front door and headed straight up the stairs. Obvious sign that someone is upset. Dad made cookies. Chrissy yelled from the kitchen. I stopped, turned, and came back down the stairs. Dad and Chrissy were chowing down on chocolate chip cookies and milk. The counters and sinks were cluttered with the signs of baking. One of Chrissy... That's another thing. Hey, if you're going to bake or cook, make sure you do it nice and cleanly. You know, like, clean as you work. That way, it won't seem like there's a lot. One of Chrissy's bears was seated on a couple of phone books and had a plate with cookies in front of him. The Beatrix Potter tea set that mom had brought Chrissy from England was laid out on the lace tablecloth and the, the good silver spoons were at Mr. Brown's service. We're having a tea party only with milk, Chrissy announced with a grin. I'll get you a plate, Dad offered. Wonder Dad was back. Amusing Chrissy, making her feel safe and loved, inviting me to the party. I sighed in relief. Sure, I pulled out a chair while Chrissy handed me a ludicrously tiny, ludicrously tiny teacup and saucer. Dad poured a dribble of milk and a cookie overhung the plate by inches. Chocolate chip, my fave. We munched and sipped. But I don't know about you. I don't know about you, but I think Chrissy... Mr. Brown and I make a mean chocolate chip, Dad said. I agree, I said, but I hope Mr. Brown washed his hands before he handled the dough. He didn't do anything but read the recipe off the bag of chips, Chrissy said. Since when can he read, I asked. Dad taught him to Nate. I put up my hand to high-five Dad. Way to go, big man. I thought you were supposed to be getting a new job. We looked up to see Mom standing in the kitchen doorway. What did you say? Dad's tongue was stunned. Mom's angry burst of words popped like a bubble wrap. First, it was you who, you, like, first it was how you, wait, no, hold on. First, it was you had to get supplies from the office store. Then it was you, then it was you would amuse Chrissy until Ames got home. Now, all of the time, now all of you are here wasting time. So mom's freaking out. She's freaking out. He's like, he hasn't been to work over the break. So they've lost, I would say, about a paycheck's worth of money. 
if he isn't retained on salary. Well, if he wasn't retained on salary. Um, and now it's been, I would say, like a few days. So technically, even if he does want to take his time getting another job, he is wasting precious time while he's still uh, advantageous, while he's still, you know, still willing to, to look something higher up in corporate I would probably go a little bit lower that way you can bring what you learn your knowledge of corporate in the way that they do things you can bring it to a smaller business help that business build and that way you'll still have a job yes you will be paid less but you will still have income coming in and you know you'll still be able to provide for your family um and this is another thing yes it's a little slice of just relaxing and just not really worrying about all of the stress yes I get that and I get that um Ames really did need this after the trying and stressful day that she had so um technically this thing right here is it's a good thing and he's still spending time with his youngest which is uh something that should always be um it should always be uh, one of the, the main things that you want to do when you have really small children. Because the older children will be like, okay, well, you know, I have my own friends. I got my own thing. I don't really want to hang around you like that. Um, and it literally says, dad stared for a moment. I'm having a good time with my children. How is that wasting time? Technically, it's not wasting time. And then again, it is wasting time. Because of what I said before, he still can, you know, swoop up another job. He just has to go lower down the corporate ladder, maybe uh, to another business. But he can get another job. He can do that. Um, <clears throat> he just has to go, like, further down. And I'm thinking that he's comfortable getting the money that he's been getting so much that he doesn't want to go lower down. And that's probably one of the other problems. But, of course, you're never wasting your time when you're making time for your children. Mom glared at Dad but spoke to Chrissy and me. Go upstairs now and close your doors. I didn't want to leave Dad. He looked wounded. His shoulders drooped as he shook his head at me. Your mother and I need to talk. One of the things that I really don't like is that, you know, they, they get sent to their rooms instead of the parents, you know, going off somewhere else. That's like punishing. Because what do you do when you punish a child without, like, beating them? Or if you're one of those parents that prefer, you know, physical beatings and then sending them to timeout. <laughs> um... You send them to their room, and their room becomes a place of, it's not sanctuary anymore. It's a place where, oh, I'm going here because you didn't like what I said, or you didn't like the truth that was brought to you. And so now, you're mad at me. Okay, so now my room is a place, not of solace, but of prison escape. Um, and then says, I turned to dad, I turned to him and opened my mouth. Dad shook his head again. Let's not make this worse. He nodded toward Chrissy. Ames, go ahead and take Chrissy upstairs and don't say anything. I took Chrissy to her room. Why is mommy so mad? She asked on the verge of crying. See, she's upset her, her daughter. 
Now, she's obviously upset her oldest, too, but she's not understanding those feelings just yet, and they haven't registered. I think she just needs to vent. So this is just observation. Okay. I don't know that word. She just needs to get mad at something, anybody, because she's upset. Then she'll calm down and be fine. How does that help? Doesn't it just hurt people's feelings? Which is true. Chrissy was six and smarter than all of us put together. Mm, I wouldn't say that, but, you know, we often learn from children. The younger they are, the more intense and truthful they really are. Until they learn to lie, until they learn to cover up, until they learn to omit. Were we all born smart, then learn to be stupid? I kind of think so. Do you lose your honesty when you lose... When, wait, do we lose our honesty when we lose our innocence? I obviously, I honestly think so because that seems to be a recurring thing, especially when, um, you know, when children are a part of. I keep saying when children are a part of the equation. When children are a part of the equation. When children are introduced into something and they say something and you're like, oh, well, I didn't think of that. Oh, because you're an adult and you're in your mind too much. Anger is easy. I put the privacy please sign on my door, on my bedroom doorknob. It was a present mom and dad had given me for on my 13th birthday, a supersized symbol of mutual trust, not to be overused, only when the need to be alone and getting my thoughts together uh, getting my thoughts in order was crucial. You know, I I always wanted my own room so that I could use this. Not because I wanted to, like, sneak boys in or do bad stuff or do drugs or whatever. It, it was never that because none of those things never happened with me. I just wanted to be able to have that. And it was like, okay, well, I'm going to go through this. Please leave me alone. Give me respect. And I had that. Until other people started getting up into the way that my mom allowed us to be raised. And they're like, oh, well, you just let them have, you know, too much freedom and too much privacy and blah, blah, blah. You know, and when those things stop, I can tell you by personal experience, that's when a lot of the anger that I had toward my mother and the mistrust that I had to both of my parents and um, just like I can't yeah it's just I can't trust you so I, I just wanted to like you know say that because things I don't know if any of my listeners are parents but it really does help when you allow your child to have some privacy and not thinking that they're doing the worst because you were possibly just doing the worst things when you were their age. Okay, getting back to this. Before I could catch hold of a single thought, notion, or idea, my soul rang. Why didn't you tell me? M demanded. Do you know how totally embarrassing it was for my mother to know every last detail and there I was clueless? If I didn't uh, feel... You know, if I didn't feel like so sorry for you, I'd never speak to you again. M talked so fast, her words were like handfuls of rocks thrown against my windows, clattering too fast and too loud to make sense. Embarrassing for her. 
I hung up. It rang again. God, I hate it. Speed dial. <laughs> okay. M said, I'm talking too fast. This is like huge and I'm hyper and so shocked. So where do we start? Tell me everything. Are you going to be poor now? Will you have to wear ugly clothes? That did it. I fell into my bed and laughed. Seriously, lost it. Stomach hurting, eyes leaking, nose snorting, laughter. M was already, uh, M were already, wait, we already wear pleated plaid skirts, flannel blazers, and god awful crest, and a white shirt that has Peter Pan collar and brown shoes. We look like refugees from World War, from a World War II movie. I love to be poor enough to wear public school clothes. Don't squab with me. I mean, our civilian clothes. But anyway, what gives? How come your dad got fired? He was downsized. When was he upsized? I snorted again. Good one. I don't know what's going on. I sighed. Dad says his company has... Dad says his company let a bunch of people go, that he got a big wad of money and nothing will change, but it will just take a while for him to get a new job and blah, blah, blah. Now, obviously, she's telling, she is telling the information that her mother didn't want um, her to tell, but obviously, since she already knew, she was like, okay, well, it's safe. But they don't want anyone to know about it. Mom's been crying since yesterday and I stopped. Dad's acting strange. Strange how? That's the problem. I can't grab a hold of it. The only thing I can say for sure is that he didn't hug us last night. Definitely criminal behavior. I'm calling 911 this minute. Arrest the man. And I'm serious. I feel like I'm being lied to. Which she is. I am sorry, Tweety Bird. But welcome to the club. I've been trying to get this through your head since we were, like, 10. Parents lie. It's what they do. And it's why it's only fair that we lie back to them. Well, yes, but then again, making everything distressful. But, so, I would say catch them in a lie. Shape up. Like, I don't, I think a lot of people don't question their parents. Not in a disrespectful manner but just question them like you know respectfully like what is going on I need to know and when they when they you know say oh well you don't need to know it's like okay well I need to know because of this and because of that if you don't tell me then there are problems that will arise with me and then they're like oh no no it's my business and blah 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 so it's just uh, it's just slippery slopes all over the place. Um, mm -mm -mm. You've been such a late bloomer, I guess, but I hate it. It felt good to believe them. They've been lying to you since they told you that Santa brought your gifts, your Christmas gifts. I haven't trusted them since, M said. Santa Claus was fun. He was bogus. The sing song on bogus strung, uh, strung it out. He was bogus. Anyway. I remember how confused I had been when I'd seen all the Santas in downtown Denver. How mom explained them away. Point for Emily's team. Okay, one of the things is, I, I wouldn't dare do the whole Santa Claus bit. Especially since I know where it comes from. I wouldn't dare do it. Um, okay, 
Look, Tweety, after your very untrustworthy parents go to sleep, put a magnet against the security alarm con uh, contact on your window and bail. Call and I'll pick you up. There's more to your dad's story. I don't know much, but Earl is involved. And that can't be good. I'll tell the little I know and we'll have a frisky night. It will be payback for your dear ones ruining your day. I second. I thought a second. M stepdad Earl was a high-priced criminal lawyer. M was right. If he was involved, it couldn't be good. Why the H-E-L not, I said. <laughs> I can't get with these kids cussing. Okay. Dinner was quiet. Almost the one... Um, wait. Almost. The only one talking was Chrissy. Dan got in trouble today in kindergarten. Yeah, she's in kindergarten. She's a baby. Okay. She said she loves to say kindergarten because it's such a long word. Mom picked her, picked out her salad. Dad acted like buttering his roll took all of his brain power. <laughs> what did he do, I asked. When Miss Riley handed out the cookies, he grabbed three when he's only supposed to take two. That wasn't polite, I said. He said he's bigger and needs more, the little reporter said without judgment. Mom pushed her salad away and stood up. Dan should have realized that and saved up a little. She stormed out of the room. Chrissy looked at the swinging back door. That wouldn't work. He'd have less cookies each day if he was saving them, right? By this time, Dad was up going after Mom. I looked at Chrissy. Eat your dinner. This isn't about your cookies. I told her. As if I had a hint of what, <laughs> what it really was about. Now I felt like I was lying to my sister, too. Great. Just great. The cluttering of silverware seemed deafening, even though it just it was just two forks, mine and Chrissy's, making the racket. After we finished, I started clearing the plates. I want everything to feel normal again, I thought. <clears throat> right that minute, I would have given anything to be cleaning plates and chatting with my mother. When we cleaned, it was the closest thing. It was the closest we came to fitting. It was a wind down time. I think it was her strange way of hugging. Cleaning was mom's drug of choice. She gets mellow and happy when she cleans, probably because she's a clear thinker and cleaning must keep the thought pathways open for business. I like to be around her then, since we rarely would butt heads. I kept hoping mom or dad would come back downstairs to join me. No such luck. So when I finished the dishes, I headed for dad's study. The French doors were closed and I could hear his beyond bad country music. We used to tease him about it. We used to tease him about it. His back was on the door, so I tapped on the glass pane. He glanced over his shoulders and waved at me. Mom and Chrissy were in Chrissy's room, where Chrissy was giving Mom the rest of, kinder of the kindergarten scoop. I went in. Miss Riley read us a book about wild things. This boy named Max was bad to his mom. She called him a wild thing. Max became the king of the wild things and then wait, and they rump they rumpusted? I don't know what that is. R U M P U S E D. I know about the wild things, but I didn't read that book. Um Chrissy paused. I don't know how to rumpus but it looked fun. Mom smiled. It's a wonderful book, Chrissy. I read it when I was a girl. 
Can you buy it for me? Christy said. I want to read it. Wait, I want to read again about the rump pusting. I love the way she was so precise when she talked. Mom got up. We'll check it out from the library. I want to buy it, Chrissy insisted. I want to put it on my shelf. Chrissy pointed to her shelves clogged with books and, to and toys and dolls. Dolls. With books, toys, and dolls. You have too many books as it is. Mom's voice was sharp as she left the room. Now see, now the mom is being rude and mean and upset. And, you know, she's affecting her daughter. And her daughter has done nothing. <sighs> Chrissy looked wounded at mom's tone. See? It's not about the book. I explained. It, um, just like it wasn't about the cookies. Mom's mad at dad, not at you. I don't like them when they fight, she said. I hugged her. She tells no lies, I said. Give the kid a prize. Will you teach me to rumpus? Chrissy asked. As soon as I learned, I told her. Mom's abrupt exit from the bedroom was a bitter contrast to the story, um, to the story time of the good old days. Get in bed, and then I'll come read to you, Mom was saying. The sentence that meant magic will be happening tonight. I'd run upstairs, climb into bed, and curl in a nest of pillows, duvet, and stuffed animals. Mom would turn the bedside lamp down low. She wouldn't cuddle in bed with me, but instead sat in a big chair so the circle of light fell on the pages. Mom's voice would drift out of the pale glow as a fairy as the fairy tale she read came to life, or came alive. Every character had a different voice, high, low, sneering, sweet, harsh, comical, flute-like, or rolling bass. The happy memory turned to a shiver as I remembered the night when Mom closed the book and held it against her heart. She had turned the lamp back up, stood, and threw a metaphorical ice water into my warmness. The world doesn't work that way, you know. You don't get rescued. You always have to make your own way. I don't want to be rescued, Mom. I just want the prince to come and I'll be the princess. You better, you'd better, you be better off concentrating on being the king, Mom said. Women can't be kings. Not if they never try, Mom told me. I wanted to hug her for, being, for bringing me the story and hide under, under the pillows and cry for taking it all away. Then she told me I was capable of ruling kingdoms. She was wonderful. She was cruel. I loved her. I hated her. She was the mystery that was my mother. Now any little soft places she had were hardening. But had we done anything wrong? I wanted to rumpus. I wanted to be like those dogs that go crazy in a yard. Running up and down along the fence. Barking and running and running and barking until they are so tired their tongues hang out and all the crazy is gone. So, <clears throat> once again, like I said, it's affecting her children.